Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, hello, Kathy. It's uh, Wednesday, uh, and uh, we're excited about uh, continuing this discussion we've had about uh, uh, anger and do not sin. It was uh, it was such a great question. Uh, yeah, that, it that, really was. That we came on, you know, that was two parts, really. One we dealt with was already was, um, does God see sin the same way? And the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, see, for him, um, it's it's a simplicity in a sense of it that, well, what is sin? Well, it's where where somebody isn't isn't following, walking with, pursuing Him, uh, and letting Him do His work in us, uh, mm-hmm. and that's called the self, uh, right. or the flesh, or the carnal. Uh, so we believers um, are are having you know our nature, which is a, a nature of default to the flesh, uh, is that any time we exercise that flesh. Uh, however it's manifested, um, mm-hmm. it's sin. Mm-hmm. So, and that's why if you, um, uh, if you, uh, and you could do something as interesting as this, you could, you could say, uh, and I'm attending this church and I think it's a good idea that I join this committee. Um, you would think, isn't that great? People are going to like it. I'm serving mm-hmm. God. Isn't that a good thing? Interesting enough, and this is this is kind of funny. Uh, that could be sin. Yeah, even though it's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because you're simply relying on your own self and your own logic, rather than surrendering to God and what does He have to say about it? Exactly, uh, because yeah. He said, "I'm the King, uh, and I have a path. I have a plan. Um, let me fulfill it. I'm the vine dresser." We've been talking mm-hmm. for for uh, over a month now on uh, the vine dresser is the father and he makes all the decisions. So mm-hmm. he said, I'm the one that's, that's maneuvering you to have me work, God speaking, so that I can produce fruit through you. Right. Um, and I'll, I'll give you the answers on everything that you're considering, even a good idea. Should I, mm-hmm. should I go and do this great thing at church or should I do this great thing uh, that I think is worthy? Uh, now the answer may be yes, but... Uh, let God, let God show you. Right. Uh, And even when he shows you there's a yes in that, that also comes with the promise of his power to complete it. Yes. Which is, and that's an amazing place of freedom, even in and of itself. Sometimes when we're walking and we find ourselves weary and we're not sure how we're going to step into something, if it's something that we have chosen ourselves to step into, honestly, you can't expect there to be power there. No. But um, if it's something he has directed us to do, when you step in, you know the power of the Holy Spirit is going to fill to complete it, which yeah. is amazing. And and that, see, he'll produce his fruit, yes. uh, which is transformation, change circumstances, uh, expanding his kingdom, uh, all these things that he has in mind, and we get to mm-hmm. join him in that. Yeah. Um, so that, uh, and see, and, and on the other side of that, this is interesting too. The assignments he gives us uh, are also uh, considered equally worthy, um, mm-hmm. equally valuable. So that um, if you would look at, well, shouldn't I be involved in something with big numbers, for example? Mm-hmm. Um, and the bigger, the better. Um, and that's kind of how the Christian community uh, evaluates things. Right. Well, God would say, my plan for you might be to just spend time with your spouse right now because um, mm-hmm. you need to rebuild that. You need to right. um, even talk about what we're talking about now. You know, you, you guys are living in anger and you're sinning. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to need you're going to need to work through this to get to a place of joy and healthiness. And that's way more important than you going mm-hmm. and serving on a committee at the moment. There'll be, there'll be times to right. do that. Um, uh, so, you know, he, it's not that it's universal. It's just a matter of as he so guides it. Um, I, uh, uh, in a part of my path of career, um, 
Linda and I had a had a condo in, in downtown Chicago on Lakeshore Drive. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I had clients there. I was in uh, consulting. Uh, so we would travel back and forth to about three weeks um, uh, in Colorado, one week in Chicago. Uh, and it was fun and beautiful. And I think Linda even explained, uh, you know, that it was a great place for her and the memories of the kids, grandkids. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the church that we're attending periodically, once a month, um, has a problem with the pastor who commits adultery. Mm-hmm. Um, and they basically ask him to stop, but they didn't tell the church why. And it was a young church. Right. Um, and so it was, it was a mess. And the elder situation was a mess and the pastor situation was a mess and everybody's, you know, really upset and no, they're not telling anybody anything. And, mm-hmm. um, and so he fights them and eventually he, uh, uh loses that fight because of governance. Uh, cause he was trying right. to take, take the church back over and get rid of the elders. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of the governance, you know, he had to leave. Um, so he's gone. And everybody, and by the way, lots of money walked out with them because they were supporting Mm -hmm. him. So the church is in deep, deep trouble. Uh, Well, we're sitting there, and they know that I'm an ordained minister and have have started a church in Boulder, Colorado, and uh, and done a few other church things. And they said, would you please step in as senior pastor Mm -hmm. um, here and take over over this, you know? Um, And of course, my answer was (laughs) no. I have a business, you know, and I live in Colorado. And uh, mm-hmm. and they said, well, you know, we've heard you say that you you go ask God. Um, don't you think you should go ask God? <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, yeah, that that good point, you know. So uh, Linda and I go pray, and God said, yep, uh, I am calling you to this. Um, and what you're going to have to do is is shrink your client base. You're going to make a lot mm. less lot less money, but I'll make it up to you later. Um, and here's how I want you to do it. And tell them, you got to tell them. You're going to be a part-timer because you still have business. You still have Colorado. And you just lay it out to them and say, this is how it's going to have to work. And, of course, they said, okay. Uh, well, uh, we uh, worked at uh, – the, the church was in a, a, about ready to collapse financially. And we went through this this series of, you know, the, the, uh, my understanding always is God knows what he's doing. Uh, so right. if, if we got to shrink, we got to shrink, and it doesn't matter. You know, so we – but mm-hmm. through the about two-year period – I uh, got completely restored, uh, grew, uh, and mm. we find we find a new t- a new full time guy. Um, so it's now up now my time to end. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so people are the elders and other people are coming to me and saying, you know, uh, it was so effective to have you do this. Uh, you need to go do this with other churches, um, mm. and you need there's bigger churches that need this and. You know, you can do this and go do this for somebody else now because, you know, uh, of what happened. And that's the moment that Linda and I said, well, thank you for <laughs> uh, inviting me to that. But I think I'll check in with God. Right. Um, and so we go to God and say, what would you have me do now? And he said, yeah, you're done. Uh, go back home to Colorado mm-hmm. and disciple your kids, grandkids and wife. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want you to do. Um, right. And it was like, well, yeah, but that's not. 1200 people that's not you know that's not big that's not he said my assignment is a, mm-hmm. is my path for you at right. the at the moment and this is what's critical for you and your family and that's mm-hmm. as valuable as an assignment mm-hmm. as what you just did for the last 2 years yeah uh so it it was it's really an important thing as we look at the basis of sin mm-hmm. uh that um it's anything that we operate in the flesh with. Right. And don't go it's to God. It's so easy to fall there, really, because, well, we have a sin nature, I know. But yeah. even aside from that, um, culture will time and time again um, reiterate the theme. You know, I we lo- joked with my ladies again this morning, even about, you know, that we are strong and capable women. Yeah. We are yep. strong and capable women. So we can do this. And so we had a great conversation about how that you know, well, there is truth that we are strong and capable women, that does not trump in any way, shape or form what God is calling us to do. And the fact that we need his power and his guidance. In fact, when we hang on to that mantra and push through, most of the time we're making decisions that we're stepping in sin. Right. 
you know, that if we don't come under him and surrender at every step, then that strong and capable woman is actually doing her own thing and acting in the flesh and right. not wa- walking in what God has for us to do, which is his abundance. Yep. Yep. So that as we uh, then go to this next question, which we've been answering in the last two sessions is, um, well, how do you be angry and don't sin? Okay. Well, keep, keep understanding that, um, be angry and do not sin means anger is a normal part of our life. Mm-hmm. It's and anger itself. See, isn't sin mm-hmm. uh, because things are going to happen. Uh, we're going to get frustrated. People are going to hurt us. Think people are going to oppose us. People aren't going to do what they said they're going to do. Um, and you have a right in a normal response of, well, they've just crossed my line of justice and I'm angry. Mm-hmm. That's a death. Yeah, it's normal. He said, now the key is, um, in all the whole process we've been talking about, don't go to the flesh. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go to the flesh, you will both be angry and you'll sin. Right. Uh, and the question is, how do we stop that? Well, how do we, how do we you know, prevent that? Well, um, we've, we've read some verses and talked through them. Uh, and the first, as you look at this issue of anger, the first thing that God uh, does is with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is interesting because, well, wait a second. They're the ones that made me angry. They're the ones that, that, that did the wrong thing. It's, I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. He says, yeah, I know, but um, I'm the one that cares about your life uh, and freedom for you. So mm-hmm. he, he says, first of all, make sure you stay in peace. Make sure you stay in relationship with me uh, and go through this issue of forgiveness, uh, able to talk with respect and honor. Uh, mm-hmm. don't carry the, the, uh, revenge factor, you know, to go any further, uh, and, you know, be willing to let me guide you, including, you know, and as, as you, you get angry at things, I think I described the one about the, the situation at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. See a lot of them, God's answer is, yeah, okay. You, you have a right to be angry, <laughs> but it's not that significant, you know, mm-hmm. let it go. Uh, do not act on this at all. And mm-hmm. don't let it ruin your afternoon. Right. Because uh, it's, yeah, it's not that important because that's his instruction. Mm-hmm. This one doesn't matter this much. So don't, go, don't take it any further. Um, just, yeah, you're angry. That's okay. Release it. Um, and mm-hmm. then don't, don't think about it anymore. Okay, so that's, that's an instruction. Then we talked about uh, what happens when uh, we have the opportunity to, to go to this other party. Uh, that hurt us, particularly when, when we're talking about relationships. And he said, well, remember, you got to have forgiveness in your heart on the same basis you've been forgiven. Uh, you can talk with, with respect and honor. And then you invite them. Would you be willing mm-hmm. to sit down and talk this through? Right. If they are, and they have a heart to follow God and a heart to understand the truth, mm-hmm. you'll, get it, you'll get it resolved. Um, yeah. They'll say, oh, gee, I see this now. Uh, I'm so sorry. Forgive me. How about if we do it this way uh, going forward? Mm-hmm. And you got it resolved. Uh, the second one is you invited somebody to that, and they said, "Yeah, sure." But when you get into it, all they do is attack you, reattack you. Mm-hmm. They defend themselves. They rationalize. They they go into right. a, a system. So even of, though they said they had a heart to resolve, they weren't really coming with a true heart to resolve. They no. were coming with a heart to defend and to prove their point. Right. And, and again, think of the, the reason for that, um, that people stay in that mode. What, what's the reason that somebody's asking me to consider something I've done, and all mm-hmm. I do is, is prove them that I didn't do it, um, and I had a right to do it. And right. uh, actually, what you did is what stimulated it, and the burden ba- is back on you. Mm-hmm. Okay, why is that? Well, that's out of pride. Right, uh, absolutely. And it's a media self-centeredness. And selfishness, staying right yeah. in. It's yeah. all about me. Yeah, it's all about me. And I can't fathom that I did anything wrong. So mm-hmm. um, I'm not going to deal with that. And I'm going to prove, right. I'm going to attack you and push the thing back on you. Well, you didn't get anywhere with that. Uh, mm-hmm. Because remember, you've got to process the truth. So that's the moment that God would say, okay, you don't need to be reconciled with this person. Uh, mm-hmm. Let it go. Uh, you've done. You've done what you've been asked to do. Be at peace as far as it's concerning you. They're not willing to go any further. Um, and then he he says, "Remember, uh, get out of the way." Uh, and this is the same thing for somebody that would say, "No, mm-hmm. I don't want to." 
they're in the same boat, uh, that uh, get out of the way, uh, leave room for God's wrath, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Uh, I'm going to bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you. It's absolute. And all we do is is, uh, live in freedom. Don't Mm -hmm. let it bother bother us. Uh, And then uh, we actually get to a point where we can pray that they would repent, which is the remedy for the curse. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, cause we start to understand something that where their life's going to be miserable, um, right. uh, only because they don't have a heart to follow God. Boy, I, re- I really wish they would. Why? Well, that's God's heart. That's always God's mm-hmm. heart, mm-hmm. uh, is, well, why don't you, why don't you come and let me show you the way, uh, and let you lead you to freedom and covenant living. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, this, this other one, uh, that, uh, we need to talk about, uh, which is tricky. Uh, is people can say, I understand about not being reconciled with somebody that I don't have to spend any time on. Mm-hmm. That I can, I think I can do that. A lot of people are burdened by that, but they, I, they say, okay, I think I can do that. Right. Well, what about <laughs> when it's family? Uh, right. And there's no escaping it. Mom, dad, <laughs> siblings, children, mm-hmm. uh, friends of the cousins, friends of the family, or other people that, that, uh, you're on a committee with a church, um, work relationships, work even. relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't get, I can't get out of that. I can't stop seeing them. Right. Uh, because they're going to be around and we're, we are going to have gatherings together. And, um, so what do I do, mm-hmm. uh, in that scenario? Because now they're not willing to process. Mm-hmm. They're going to keep hurting you with their manipulation and the mm-hmm. crazy stuff that goes on. Um, and our, t- our tendency is, and in this, I hear this a lot with people who are having this situation, they pray, God change them. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe mm-hmm. next, maybe next time, uh, right. they'll be different and they'll have a heart to be, you know, reasonable and, and healthy and, um, I'll, I'll hope that it happens next time. And I'm praying that God, God changes them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where, you know, if you have a heart to follow God, the one thing he's always going to do is lead you into the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's going to let you know, well, I know something about them. Uh, they don't have a heart to do that. They're not willing to follow me. I, and I can't force right. them to, uh, just like I don't force you to, to, to process uh, anger without sin. I can't force you to do that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's do you have a heart to do that. Um, so now you got a, what I call a sticky situation. Um, mm-hmm. It's difficult. So um, now it's required is uh, two things. One are, are healthy boundaries mm-hmm. and then wisdom. Right. Uh, so the healthy boundaries uh, is uh, where you uh, understand that in certain relationships or in certain frequency of those relationships or how intimate you get with those relationships, um, it doesn't work because this other party is just constantly going to come after me and do things that mm-hmm. are, that are going to hurt me. Uh, and God says, well, I don't want you to stay in that situation. Right. Um, um, I want you to understand that you can't leave that situation but I don't want you to stay in that situation where you're constantly being hurt because I care about you and your freedom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even in these sticky situations, I can, I can provide freedom for you, one of which is a healthy boundary. Uh, and a healthy boundary could be um, that you don't, you don't, you decide, uh, this happened with uh, my mom, uh, where she, it was unhealthy. Um, and God had told me to go to forgiveness. And, and uh, interesting enough, I said, to God, well, should I, should I make an attempt to talk through things with her? Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and God said, uh, no, it's not a good idea uh, because mm-hmm. you even bringing that up is going to set your relationship even further back. Right. So don't even bother. She ain't, she ain't going to respond. She doesn't have a heart to respond. Okay, what do I do? Uh, well, um, it was set up healthy boundaries. So Instead of uh, getting trapped at these holiday situations where there'd always be harshness and uh, attack and hurting me and the kids and my wife, uh, we just said, well, what's a healthy boundary? Well, for mm-hmm. us, it was go have a holiday with her two or three weeks before that holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, and we could do a uh, weekend and we would get there usually Thursday night um, uh, or Friday morning 
and we could stay. We we always felt that we could stay anywhere for two nights and three days, um, <laughs> and uh, we'll do it differently. So mm-hmm. that you know, is she going to continue an attempt to hurt us? Yes. Um, so I'm going into it with that with my eyes wide open. Uh, that's going to happen. Right. But we're not going to get involved in the. the we're not going to let it ruin our holiday. So that's a healthy boundary. We're going to come and we're going to just be two nights, three days. Um, and and then what we did is we said, God, give me the fortitude, the strength to be able to let those things bounce off me mm-hmm. and, and not me engage in them right. uh, any longer. Uh, yes, do they hurt? Yes. Uh, are they right? No. Do I have a right to be angry? Yes. But God said, I can strengthen you. Right. So that it doesn't impact your heart anymore and you you release Mm-hmm. Your your anger, which then because it's happening, and this is really uh, amazing thing of God is, I prevent it from making you anger. Mm-hmm. Now, not because they didn't do it; they did it, but it's because I I understand something about it, um, and I didn't I didn't let it bother me anymore. So right. you know, we would go and and she would try, and I didn't engage, and it didn't let it bother mm-hmm. me. And uh, Linda and I would go home after three three days, two nights. And it was like, hey, hallelujah, it worked out fine. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't change any, but our, we did. See, we did. Right. Because right. God said, here's, your, here's what I'm going to do for you right. in this healthy boundary. And by the way, if they say, well, you got to come Christmas Day, just tell them no. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, how about we do it this way? Um, and that's, right. what, that's what we did. Uh, uh, then we called her once a month and we would be with her, you know, periodically, but yeah. Um, we had set up this healthy boundary, uh, knowing how they function. Right. Uh, that uh, this is what could be healthy for you, mm-hmm. and and then I'll strengthen you so that you get proper perspective, uh, and you flip it so that what they mm-hmm. do actually doesn't make you angry anymore. And then right. uh, the truth is, what this is what happened. Um, she tried. She tried. She tried. Uh, well, I didn't engage with it. So over mm-hmm. after two or three years, interesting enough, she just stopped trying. Right. It actually got semi-decent. Mm. Uh, it was pleasant uh, because she, she wasn't playing those games anymore because there wasn't any effect of those. Right. Um, and so she actually changed a little bit. Uh, now, she never talked about it. And mm-hmm. our, our relationship was, was, was sh- what I call shallow. Because I could never talk to her about the deep stuff of, hey, by the way, this is what you've done to hurt us. Could never get there. But right. we, we could have a decent relationship. Uh, yeah. uh, and the but boundaries, I, what, go ahead. I was just going to say what I think is important to point out in the midst of what you're talking about, too, is I think there's a lot of buzz on boundaries, you know, setting proper boundaries. But you didn't just decide these are my boundaries. You and Linda prayed about that and God set the boundaries. Yes. And even at times, those boundaries could be fluid. It could be we're coming up in a holiday. Is this still the boundary? Is that, you know, is this still what you're saying is the healthy thing to do? Because he, he knows if her heart has changed. And so continuing as you have set boundaries, continuing to check in with him, because again, he sees what's going on on both sides of it. He knows where the safe place is, how to safely interact. So it's not just random boundaries that you've decided looked good because you read them in a book. Yeah, right. But they are ones that God placed on your heart specific to your situation. Right. And that leads to the to the second issue, and that's wisdom. Mm -hmm. Uh, That um, God knows the answer. He said, I will guide you into how to have a relationship at a level that's healthy for you Mm-hmm. With these people that that have made you angry, that are hurting you, but you can't you can't just walk away from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're going to need wisdom um, and understanding, right. uh, and let me give that to you, and um, and then I'll guide you into it because God's heart, see, is um, I I have a heart for all my children to be healthy and to have freedom. Mm-hmm. So, so I know you're in this situation, you know, God speaking. If you'll allow me, I'll get you to freedom. Right. And I have the answer for that. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, you have to be willing to go to forgiveness. Uh, you have to have honor and respect. 
Uh, you have to have a heart to be at peace as far as it concerns you. Um, but when it gets tricky, I'm going to have to guide you. Uh, I'm going to have mm-hmm. to give you wisdom about boundary setting or how do you do this or what do you do when you're together? Mm-hmm. What do you do when they, mm-hmm. they play these games with you? Uh, right. And you got you got to understand that. Um, so um, this is where, as we've talked about, the difference between abiding and Bible study. Mm-hmm. So we could take that same question. Right. And say, you know, how do you, how do you uh, be angry, do not sin? And we could say, okay, here's the verses. Um, study those verses. And now you perform to those verses. Right. Uh, and the difference of abiding is um, I'm going to the truth. Because he says, I have given you some, some very amazing truth about this whole issue. And mm-hmm. it's what I've written in my word. And, I, and you need to go abide in those. Uh, okay. Uh, so anybody that's listened to this uh, broadcast over the last three days, uh, and <laughs> this issue of being angry and sinning is, is a big deal. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and we would encourage you to go to the verses that we've, we've talked through, through with you. Yeah. Uh, and, and start to process it. Now, here's the difference. Um, don't read it as law, because uh, this is what we shared out of 2 Corinthians mm-hmm. 3, verses 4 to 6. If you read the Bible as law, it'll actually kill you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll be actually worse in being able to fulfill the going to sin part, because mm-hmm. you'll, you'll be doing it in the flesh because right. it's, it's in your mind. I have to, I have to, I have to, I better, I better, I better. On your own strength with no power. With no power. Uh, and God <laughs> yeah. says, if you abide with me, see, I'll take these truths. Mm-hmm. Um, and anybody that, that I disciple and work with, uh, and they, they, this is a typical question, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I would lead them to these verses. Uh, but what I would do is say, now you start processing with God the application of this mm-hmm. to your situation, to you, how you're reacting, what you're doing, the people that are making you angry, the situations that are making you angry, right. uh, because it's not a law, it's, it's life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and God says, I'll give you the life, but now you go spend time with me and you, and you listen to uh, mm-hmm. what I'm going to do, which I like, like what happened with me uh, when we set up that healthy boundary was... Um, it wasn't even just the boundary. It was, God, you need, you need to put those life into my heart so that mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't react anymore. Yeah. Um, and, and that took prayer, and that took abiding, and that mm-hmm. took understanding and practice. Yeah. Uh, so the first, time, first had, time we did it, it was fair, and this, you know, it got better mm-hmm. as time went on. Go ahead. I've had some similar situations um, in life with everybody has, I think, with different people in your lives. But one of the things um, to your point that you're talking about now that God showed me that made a big difference is he started having me literally pray um, to have a heart to see them for who they are, not how they are. Right. Because I needed to see the other person through his eyes before I could even consider a healthy re- interaction with them. And, and it wasn't that I was doing something unhealthy to them, but the way I would respond to, to what was being done to me, right? you know, and that sort of thing. And so I was like, I really, you know, God, give me a heart to see them for who they are, not how they are. Right. And really right. he had to work that forgiveness. It's really working forgiveness and then giving you eyes to see the person as he created them to be, and to begin to call out the beauty and the creation that may or may not be there yet, yeah. but to believe it for them and to pray into it. Right. And remember, it doesn't, it, that doesn't translate, as you see, uh, the way God sees it, it doesn't translate to, I guess I should just let them keep hurting me. See, that's not, no. that's not what he says. He actually no. says the opposite. He said, uh, don't you take vengeance, get out of the way. Uh, mm-hmm. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, uh, because of this a- aspect of free nature and free will. Right is that um, God says, I don't force them right. to get this resolved on their side. Um, mm-hmm. They're going to have to have to have a heart like you have a heart right? Uh, to start to see things differently and to get freedom. Yeah. So as you see that, um, you don't regard people. It actually says this in uh, 2 Corinthians 5, uh, uh, 15 to, th- to 20. It talks about being ambassadors. Mm. Um, and it says... 
don't look at people anymore in the flesh. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at it from how God sees it mm-hmm. uh, and understand that. And so that's, that's the heart. Uh, and then, uh, you know, we've talked about, and you actually made this statement, I think it was yesterday, uh, that um, as we're practicing this, there, there's situations where I'm not really good at this, um, mm-hmm. uh, being respectful. Um, and so, interesting enough, the scriptures gives us um, a really uh, simple truth about this. As he says, yeah, I know you're going to have to learn this. Mm-hmm. So he says, um, when you're angry and you know that you're angry and you, can, you aren't going to forgiveness and you can't deal with uh, respect and honor, mm-hmm. he, said, he said, there's a little something I need you to do. So if, if you would read Psalm 4, uh, verses 4 to 5, uh, this is one of those fantastic verses that is a pay by the way. Um, and we all have to use this and practice it. Right. Okay. Psalms four verses four and five. Yep. Be angry and do not sin. Meditate within your heart on your bed and be still. Offer the sacrifices of righteousness and put your trust in the Lord. Yep. So um, he's describing the same comment that was made in Ephesians. Be angry and do not mm-hmm. sin. Uh, and he says now when you're when you when you're <laughs> remember sin is you're you're going to the flesh. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get back, and I'm I can't deal with respect and honor, and I can't get there. Um, it's difficult for me to even think through this. Uh, mm-hmm. God says, "Okay, I know that when that happens, separate mm-hmm. and go to your go to your bedroom." Um, and He says, "Get your heart resettled with Me right. to where you are trusting that I'll guide you through this." And that mm-hmm. I will give you the power to be honorable and respectful because you'll go to forgiveness uh, mm-hmm. and your heart will be right with me. So he said, when the, and this is uh, the way I describe it, uh, is when the argument starts to get heated mm-hmm. um, and you've, you've gone from, from talking truth to attack. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're just, you know, it can get to screaming. It even, you know, can get the physical abuse, um, but it can be, you know, really harsh stuff going on and all you're mm-hmm. doing then is you're just so mad that you're trying to hurt the other party mm-hmm. uh, and you usually hurt it with words uh, you always you never you know you this you that um, and it's difficult to, to, to manage and so God says when that starts to happen um, and what the way I describe it is when you uh, sense mm-hmm. that that emotional volcano <laughs> volcano is going to go because mm-hmm. you can't stop it. Then you say, you know what? The healthiest thing for us to do right now is let's separate. And you, you go somewhere else and I'll go somewhere else. Um, and let us get our hearts right with God. And then we'll come back together when our hearts are right with God. Um, mm-hmm. And what Linda and I, particularly when we were learning this, what we did is we, said, we suggested that either one of us could make that statement. And you know what? This isn't going to go in a healthy way. Because you know, mm-hmm. you know where it's going. You can tell. You right? can tell. Um, this isn't going to go in a healthy way. So, hey, Rich, uh, why don't we separate um, and let's go get our hearts right with God, and then we'll come back and deal with it. You know, <laughs> at the when she first did that, uh, because I'm a I'm a guy that let's get this settled. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was no, you know, let's stay let's stay here and get this worked out. You know, right now. You know, but she said, wait a second. I thought I thought we agreed to this. That mm-hmm. e- either one of us could call it, and we would honor that. It's like, oh yeah, that's right. Sorry, um, I'll honor that. Um, and so you you go away, and usually at first you're just worked up, mm-hmm. and you're building your argument as to why right. <laughs> why why they did what they did, and I'm mad about what they did, and and they need to change, and they need to do something, and and coming uh, up with your perfect response, my uh, my great my great plan, uh, and. God had to get, get me to a point of, no, first of all, this is about your heart. This is what mm-hmm. we've described, uh, is in order not to go to sin, my heart has to be right with God. Right. Uh, okay, do I have forgiveness toward Linda on the same basis that I've been, that God forgave me, uh, which is his nature? And then secondly mm-hmm. is, um, can I now, with calmness, go to honor and respect to talk about the stuff that went on? 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so what Linda and I do, uh, have done, uh, we don't have to do this often, very often now, but um, we would go back and say, are we okay to talk? Right. And, <laughs> and there'd be times where the answer was not really. Uh, I'm still worked up. Uh, she would mm-hmm. say, I'm still worked up. Or I could say, I'm still worked up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, then separate some more and, and come back, you know. And, uh, right. Uh, and then, by the way, it says um, uh, in Ephesians there, it says, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I, <laughs> when I first read that, I used to take it literally, which, which I interpreted meant, get this resolved tonight. Mm. Um, and we would, Linda and I would be up till two, three o'clock in the morning arguing, debating, you know, and we'd, right. there'd be times where I'd be, I'd be arguing and she's sleeping. She just fell asleep, mm-hmm. you know, cause it got, <laughs> it got too long, you know? And, and as I dug into that more, uh, God said, yeah, you got it. You got it all backwards. Um, I just said that before you go to bed, get to a point where you and your party, other party, your spouse, your kids, uh, your relative, whatever, that you've come to a place to say, okay, we got an issue, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm good with you. I could be in the same room with you right now, uh, mm-hmm. and, and I, could, I could go to bed with you. I could, uh, you know, we could talk, but um, uh, my wrath is gone. See, it's not anger that I, I still have anger. Mm-hmm. But my wrath is gone to where I'm. I'm in. I'm walking in the spirit, and I'm. I'm. I'm able to talk with honor and respect to that person. So he said, "That's mm-hmm. what you need to work on uh, today before you go to bed. You may. You may. It might take days to get this right. work, to get this worked out um, as you process it together, uh, so that uh, don't ever let your emotion." basically captivate you to the point where you can no longer talk with honor and respect mm. um, and you're hard-hearted because you're trying to prove your point. Right. Uh, and he said, if you, if you learn this, um, you'll be able to be angry mm-hmm. and do not sin. So what about the person who's sitting here right now listening and saying, that's great, but if I say, if I follow this verse, I'm going to go be still, I'm going to go get my heart right with God and step back in. My spouse is not remotely in that place, and that's not how they're going to respond. And in fact, when I walk away from it, that's going to make it worse. Yeah. Um, so where, what would you, because I know I have talked to many ladies that this is, this is the way the communication goes, and yeah. their heart is to, to do this but the reality is much different. So right. what do you, what do you tell them? Well, uh, two things. Uh, one is that, um, uh, make an effort to teach your spouse how healthy this would be, uh, and that you would like to practice this. Mm-hmm. Um, because, and you can use it out of simplicity of the way we're doing it never winds it's up. Not in, working. It doesn't work. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't wind up in a good place. Why don't we try something different? Mm-hmm. Um, and then see if we can do that so that we can practice uh, dealing with uh, the issues uh, in a respectful way and talk through it. Um, and what I'll do, uh, you know, as I'll say to this person, what you need to do uh, is say, um, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be able to do this with respect. Could we, could we revisit this in 30 minutes or an hour? Mm-hmm. Um, and then let's start a new way of doing it and that would be you go ahead and share. Uh, now, by the way, they might have hurt me, but right. let you go ahead and share what you think and feel about this issue, and and I'll just listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Now, at that moment, if they say, "Okay, let's try that," um, what happens is that you've taken you have taken the the uh, uh, energy out of it mm-hmm. um, because you're not you're not engaging back. See. And you're going to listen. And by the way, it could be absurd stuff. Right. Uh, uh, they can say absurd stuff. And it's like, okay, uh, what I heard you say was this, this, and this. Did I get it right? Did mm-hmm. I get it all? Um, and you're calming, and you are calming it down. And they start to see that, oh, this is actually, this is actually, this is actually better. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, they haven't necessarily had their heart changed. Uh, right. And they're not going to God. But they're realizing that this is a better process. Mm-hmm. Um, and why would you not? 
Okay, so that's number one. Make an effort to teach them this. Um, and by the way, <laughs> you can't teach them with force. Right. So, well, the Bible says, and you got mm -hmm. to, and, and I'm going to, and, and now you've made law, uh, and you've lost the whole essence of it. And by mm -hmm. the way, you are in the flesh yourself, which is interesting. Right. Uh, because you now are, are applying judgment and saying, I want you to do what I want to do, which, by the way, I'm mm -hmm. saying is biblical, and so we need to do this. Mm -hmm. Well, it's, it's by imitation. You know, would you have a, hey, how about if we try this? Um, okay, let's say, let's say that they try. Uh, and a lot of times it works really well. And then they start to have a different viewpoint toward things, mm -hmm. and, they, and they work at it better. Uh, the other issue is, uh, no, I'm not doing that. Um, right. I'm right and you're wrong. And uh, if you want to agree that I'm right, fine. If you don't, then we'll just keep fighting. Um, mm -hmm. uh, and I'm not willing to talk with honor and respect. And I'm not willing to go, quote, get my heart right with God. I, yeah, no, I don't, right. do, I don't do that. Uh, okay. Um, at that point, um, I would say, uh, and this is where God's got to give you wisdom, but mm -hmm. you would then say, this, is, this isn't acceptable to me. Uh, so... I understand that your position. So would you be willing uh, to go to counseling with me uh, mm. and have a counselor help us set up uh, what I call rules of engagement? Because, right. because how we're doing this, it just doesn't work. Right. Uh, it's not healthy. Uh, and I, don't, I, I personally don't want to put up with this anymore because uh, it's mm -hmm. not right. Um, uh, and it's not healthy for me. And I'm not going to put up with it anymore. So how about if we go to counseling? And now the counselor... Uh, a good counselor um, isn't going to solve your problem. What mm -hmm. they're going to do is give you a framework mm -hmm. to be able to, hey, why don't you just talk about these things when you come see me? Uh, and when you do, have these rules of engagement uh, of here's how you talk and here's what you do and here's what you don't, don't do. Are you willing to commit to that? Um, mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, and let's go, okay, let's go get a third party to help us, uh, and you're not you're not using the Bible at this point. Uh, you're right. you're not hammering them with, well, yeah, God says, God says, God says, because that makes them matter. Right. Um, Yet in your own time with God, you are allowing God to work your heart. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, it's always about you. Yeah. Uh, and that. Uh, let me let me see if I can give it give it a go. Uh, if not, maybe we can get a counselor that would just give us uh, the the way of conversing together that would be healthier mm -hmm. than what we're doing. How about if we just go learn that? Uh, right. And I'm not, you know, and, and uh, let's go to a neutral counselor. Um, I'm not saying that um, uh, I'm doing this to prove you wrong or differently. I, I just need a process uh, mm -hmm. that's going to be healthy for us. So would you be willing to do that? You know, uh, and a lot of times, okay, let's, let's give that a, guy, a go. Right. Uh, there'll be situations where, where people are so self-centered that they basically say, I, I don't care. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm doing nothing. You either acquiesce to me, um, mm -hmm. and I'm going to keep hurting you, and I'm going to keep being disrespectful to you, and I don't care. Okay. Um, that's the time that you would have to go to God uh, and say to him, okay, now that this is true, where do I go with this? Uh, mm -hmm. And see, he might, he might encourage you, uh, to, well, actually you need to go ahead and separate. Uh, now I'm not talking mm -hmm. about divorce. Uh, I'm just saying that you need to actually separate and say, you know what, this, this life that we have and the way that you're responding to this just isn't healthy. So I think the best thing for us to do is I'm going to go get a different place, uh, or you get a different place, but, uh, let's operate independently of each other. And then maybe we'll have time to come back together, which I, which I would like to do. Um, mm -hmm. And God may, may lead you to that point uh, that uh, it's not a matter of acceptance because when you say, I guess I'll just put up with it. Mm -hmm. Well, that statement is, a, is in the flesh because mm -hmm. you, you didn't keep going and say, okay, Father, I understand how difficult this is. Um, what do I do now? What do, you right. want, what do you want me to do now? And then let God guide you and lead you. And again, there's no universal answers to this. This is what the abiding is all about, is um, any situation you got, and I've, I've seen this 100% of the time, mm -hmm. including these very difficult, sticky situations that you're talking about. 
Um, if, a, if somebody has a heart to go to God, God gets them resolved. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I'm not talking about that they, that they get resolved with uh, the husband changes and everything's hunky-dory. Mm-hmm. Um, it can go the opposite direction. But because of that strength, what happens is that uh, a lot of times the husband uh, says, okay, fine, let's separate. By the way, uh, you know what? I, th- I think I'd like to divorce you. Okay. Mm. Um, the Bible says if they, wanted, if, if they seek a divorce, let them go. Right. Um, your heart is no. I, I don't want a divorce. I, mm-hmm. I want to stay married. I, I want to work this through. But if they say, now you're, so you're not the one bringing a divorce. Right. You might bring separation, but they would say, you know what, I, I want a divorce. And you got to trust God's resolution to that if that's, if that's because that person is never going to soften. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and see, our life with God is, I don't want you to be miserable. Mm-hmm. I want you to be healthy. I want you to be joyful. Uh, it may be difficult uh, what you're going to go through, right. but if you follow me, I'll get you to that place. And, and again, there's no universal you should or shouldn't. It's just a matter of, okay, here's where I'm at. Father, would you, uh, you know, guide me and lead me? And by the way, uh, this is the value of the body. Uh, so that if you're in a small group, which I know you have, uh, and Linda and I have, that um, you assist each other uh, mm-hmm. so that it's not independent. I got to figure this all out myself as you bring it to the group right. and say, okay, this is what's happening. This is what I believe God is saying. Uh, could you help process that with me uh, so that the body functions as the body right. to intercede, give you thoughts. And by the way, uh, and even to share other scriptures and truths that they've learned that may shed additional light that you haven't seen yet. Right, right. And and the goal there, uh, as a uh, and it says, bring your advisors in. Um, it's not to get their opinion. Right. Uh, because again, and particularly in this situation, uh, where where your your husband is really, let's let's use the word awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, if if uh, a woman is in a, a woman's Bible study or a women's small group. You can get all those women saying, "You gotta, you gotta divorce this guy. You gotta end it. You know yep. that's it. You know he, he, blah, 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 blah." Um, well, you haven't had somebody around you that says, well, "Why don't, why don't we go to God together and let me right. confirm what God is saying?" And He will, if mm-hmm. He asks for wisdom, He'll give it to you. So I'll yeah. do that with you. I'm not going to tell you right. what you should do uh, because I have limited viewpoint. Um, I don't want to give you my advice in the flesh. Right. Rather, let's go to God, um, mm-hmm. knowing, and, and this is what I know, God will answer this question. Right. You will get resolution. And that's what we're trying to say here about being angry and do not sin. Uh, it's, uh, first of all, I got to get my heart right and don't go mm-hmm. to the flesh. Now, all these sticky situations uh, of what to do next, God says, let me guide you. I will resolve it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and see my experience and my truth and understanding of what God does is he absolutely will do it. It'll be, it'll be solved, resolved. Right. Uh, and you'll have the covenant life. And he, he didn't say to you, well, you're just unlucky. Um, mm-hmm. and you're going to be in this awful situation the rest of your life. And I've never experienced that. Uh, God has always resolved everything and God brings resolution so that you mm-hmm. now, you now have freedom. So it's been a it's been a great uh, <laughs> great discussion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Interesting topic for sure. Yeah, uh, and as we've uh, uh, maybe raised up again uh, questions that you might have about your situation, it can be personal. Hey, mm-hmm. by the way, I've got this scenario going on. Um, uh, I heard kind of stuff you said, but I'm not sure what to do with it. Um, you know, send it in uh, on the YouTube. You can put it in the comments section or. On the uh, podcast, you can email us at uh, questions at afjministry.com, questions at afjministry.com. And we'd be happy to, just like we we, we got this great question, which kind of took us, uh, as we've talked about abiding in faith, Mm -hmm. um, to, okay, well, here's a question that we got to get to that point of abiding in faith. And that is, I believe that I believe that I believe what God has now shown me, and he will fulfill it. Uh, mm-hmm. And I believe it. And and the time that we have to do is spend the time abiding, not just 
on theology, but on the depth of the of the personal application of that right. to the situations that you're you're involved with, because that's what he will resolve. Yeah, and something I just want to add to this, you know, the last few sessions, um, this talking about anger. That's it's been actually kind of heavy, deep sessions. Yeah. And, um, and I just want to remind everybody that even in those places, there is joy in abiding. You yeah. know, you've heard Rich and I talk so many times about in the corrections and, you know, in the wisdom and all of it, even in these kind of sticky situations where there is a lot, a lot of wisdom to be sought and a lot of healing that God has to do, it is truly joy. Right. And so be filled with hope. This is not a place that's, oh, I got to go into this. It's, you know what, this is a place God wants to bring me freedom. And so you can be anticipatory of the healing, anticipatory of the hope, knowing he's going to show up in the midst of it. And that should be something exciting to cling to yeah. when you're sitting in some of these situations that are hurtful right now. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Well, we'll uh, tomorrow uh, we're going to have a guest, uh, Mike Sherrill, who's the uh, head uh, CEO of uh, an organization called C12. Yeah. Um, it's a, a business business persons ministry that uh, our executives that um, are responsible for in companies and employees um, and Mike's uh, whole uh, ministry uh, is to serve that group um, mm -hmm. and we and we've been involved together in abiding and, and learning that so Mike's going to share with us uh, his story uh, as well as his experience with abiding which has meant a big difference in his life so Great. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, yeah. that. Dan's a member of C12 also, yep. so this will be neat to to hear from Mike firsthand. Fun. All right, so we'll see you uh, tomorrow on, on Thursday with Mike. All right, have a great day. Okay, thank you. See you. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments. And tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.